Welcome to the Weekly Investment Outlook podcast from Deutsche Bank's International Private Bank, looking at the most important issues for investors in the week ahead. Hello and welcome back to the first edition of the CIO Weekly Investment Outlook podcast from Deutsche Bank's International Private Bank for 2023. You're with me, Stuart Haslam, Global Head of Communications for the International Private Bank, and a very uh, warm welcome to all of our listeners, and and welcome back uh, to work, to your offices, your home offices, wherever you might be around the world, and a very happy new year to you all for 2023, and a happy new year to our CIO in the Americas, Deepak Puri, who's joining me today from New York. Deepak, happy new year to you. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Stuart. Happy New Year to you and to all our listeners as well. I I hope it is a happy, healthy and a prosperous one for all of us. Indeed. I mean, uh, it's it's certainly the the sentiments that we want to pass on to everyone that listens to this podcast. And there's many of you. We've had our numbers come through from last year. and We're really pleased with uh, how many uh, colleagues, clients, um, stakeholders of our international private bank are are tuning in. So thanks to everyone uh, for making this podcast so successful. And of course, to you, Deepak, and our community of CIOs. But let's You know, I think what would be a great way to kick off the podcast this year would actually be to take a a quick recap um, of last year. It was an extraordinary year in so many different ways. And and if you could break that down, Deepak, into a couple of thoughts, I think it would be really interesting to take that um, analysis and, and then do the forward look. But what would 2022 be remembered for from your perspective? I think we are running out of adjectives here, Stuart. I mean, historic, (laughs) unprecedented, uh, you know. Uh, But I think for me, it's a fundamental reset for the financial markets. You know, it's a pivotal year. I think the market's going to remember this as the year where the the great moderation in its most recent avatar, um, you know, stopped. And now we are looking at inherently a different financial regime, a different macro regime, whereby inflation, yes, it might be lower than what we saw in 2022, but it's still going to be higher than what the markets have been used to over the last three, four decades. And and hence, the sort of the financial markets reaction function and the central bank reaction function is going to be different. So inherently, it's the pivotal year where we moved away from the great moderation to something, you know, I hopefully it's not the great inflation, but somewhat of a higher inflationary regime. Yeah, it's certainly that inflation was that key word. If I think of something that we spoke about so regularly on this podcast, it really was, you know, at the beginning of last year, it's it's whether the the inflation effect was transitory. It it then went into a a more sort of defined and, and very fast moving environment. And of course, some central banks, particularly over in the US where you are, reacted extremely quickly. And then the others uh, caught up again very quickly after um, some initial moves by the Fed. It, you know, from my perspective, that's really going to be um, fundamentally what what we'll remember last year for, and of course the subsequent market reaction. Um, so that's all in the past, and of course, you know, Deepak, this is a podcast where we talk about the next week um, and what we want to see in the future, or what you, our CIOs think the future will hold. But with that in mind, how have we kicked off? Uh, 2023. I mean, I know we've just had today and and reminded to our listeners, we record this podcast on a Friday ahead of a a Monday release, Um, but we've had some really important data and US jobs data come out today. How did you read that? And what's your expectations for the markets? 
Yeah, so before I go into the, the markets, uh, I think, Stuart, uh, I'm delighted to sort of uh, uh, share that we have started our in-person roadshow events, which we had put on on pause because of COVID for the last two years. So, you know, after early 2020, it's going to be the first time uh, in a city near to you, we're going to be hosting our CIO roadshows, uh, myself and three of my colleagues globally. And then uh, if you're around uh, the Heckling, uh, this is for mostly for people in the US uh, at the Heckling Institute, the Deutsche Bank uh, private bank is gonna have a booth in the main hall. So please feel free to stop by and, uh, and engage in any sort of market to chat or discussion. Would be uh, delighted to have you there. Uh, going back to the question uh, or, or the release of the hour today, you know, the non-farm payroll numbers to it was, um, it, it had a little bit for everyone. So if you're looking at, uh, you know, from a market's perspective, um, actually the, the futures went up quite nicely because the average hourly earnings were cut in half compared to the previous month. So the average hourly earnings month over month uh, came at 0.3% below consensus and below the 0.6% number that we got, which was also revised lower. So year over year, you're looking at an average hourly earnings of 4.6%, which is the, the lowest reading we have gotten in almost 10 months, which is good news for those of us who are really looking at inflation as the key sort of metric, which is going to drive the Fed reaction function. On the other hand, if you're really on the bearish side, meaning that the job market is still very strong, you see the uh, the headline job gains number, 223,000, and the unemployment rate, 3.5%, all suggesting a very strong labor market. So no reason for the Fed to take its foot off the pedal just yet. But I think the average hourly uh, number is really the one that's driving the, the strong opening uh, today. Yeah, it's an interesting read, isn't it? I can see the S&P up just slightly at 0.4% as a current sort of level. NASDAQ also slightly lower, but but certainly up, which is good news for those markets. I see the, the mixed reading, though, as you point out. You know, the, the, again, it, it really is about, uh, if we look across the pond, actually, over into Europe, it's a lot of, a lot of talk about um, inflation in markets here and actually some readings in European markets that um, are a little lower uh, than perhaps expected. And I know much of that has to do with this unseasonably warm weather that's been coming on and energy prices um, coming down slightly off the back of that as, as you know, gas storage facilities, for example, um, are really much fuller uh, than inspected. And that than expected, and that has a, a follow-on effect in in the you know uh, overall um, price reading that that we're getting. I mean, do you see? Uh, I mean, from an inflationary perspective beyond the US, um, continuing sort of downward pressure there, or do we expect? And let's perhaps think about the outlook that was released by the CIO office at the end of last year, Deepak. I mean, the, the headline of that resilience versus recession, there was so much in there. Um, but how do you see that playing out now um, as we approach, you know, the beginning of 23? Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I, I was kind of pleasantly surprised what the Eurozone inflation number as well it came in at 9.2%. Uh, then the consensus was 9.C and the November reading was over 10, you know, around 10%. So, uh, you know, the peak on the European inflation front might also be behind us, which is a key development here. Um, and the core was also down, you know, at 5.2. I think uh, you, you mentioned, and, and that's why I'm a little bit hesitant because it was primarily related by this weather pattern, which has, uh, you know, 
calm the fears of an energy crisis due, during these weather, uh, winter months. So that can change as we know Mother Nature can play their tricks. Uh, so it's going to be difficult to really um, think that this is the start of a, a new inflationary regime. But again, the direction is in the, uh, in the right way. Now, in terms of our you know, outlook for 2023, and that's a much broader discussion, so I'll, I'll definitely suggest our listeners to go to deutschewealth.com for a full uh, publication. But the headline, the title of that presentation is Resilience Versus Recession. And here we feel that, yes, there is an economic deceleration, which is by design by the central bankers. But the markets might prove to be a bit more resilient uh, than what we saw in 2022. And, and really, uh, today's uh, market move, in, in, albeit a very you know, small uh, time frame, is some sort of an indication that uh, a lot of this news has priced in. The peak inflation is behind us, both maybe for the US, uh, US most certainly, Europe also, given my earlier comments. And that means that the markets might look forward to a time frame where the Fed and ECB and other central bankers are much more in a, a pause mode or even a cutting mode because the focus shifts from tackling inflation to not avoiding a recession. And hence, uh, the markets may prove to be more resilient this year than what we encountered in 2022. Deepak, one more question on data. I mean, next week, what are you looking out for in terms of those points that you think investors really need to be aware of and considering um, looking into the next uh, week ahead? Yeah, it's going to be an important one, Stuart. Uh, after the employment data this week, we are going to, the market's going to be focused on the inflation data for next week. So next Wednesday, we get the uh, CPI print. Uh, the expectation is for the nominal number to come to around 6.6%. So you're seeing that sequential decline in the U.S., inflation. And then on Friday, we have the U-Mesh uh, uh, sentiment indicator. Now, this one is important because the Fed has said that it really wants the long-term inflation expectations to be well anchored. And this is the re release that really tells us about that. So if you see that five to 10-year inflation number around 3%, that means it's well anchored. That also plays in well with Fed's line. And Fed meets on February 1. So today's non-farm payroll and next week's, uh, these two inflation data points are most likely the three critical pieces uh, before the Fed makes its decision on February 1st, which in our mind, it's going to be a 25 basis point rate increase. Well, on that happy note, and indeed, let's hope so, Deepak, let's, uh, let's call it quits for there for this week. There's so much that, that we're going to be talking about over the coming weeks on this podcast. Um, but as you know, we like to keep these below 10 minutes as a real good kickoff uh, to, to Monday morning for all of our listeners. So, Deepak, thank you. It's so great to hear you again. And uh, once again, a very, very happy new year to everyone that listens to this podcast. We look forward to bringing you our latest market views from the Chief Investment Office, which, as Deepak said, is going to be on the road in so many different locations all around the world for the next couple of weeks. But um, for now, a happy new year to you all, Deepak. Thanks very much for joining us. This has been your CIO Weekly Investment Outlook, edition one for 2023. Have a great week and we'll speak to you again next week. In Europe, Middle East and Africa, as well as in Asia Pacific, this podcast may be considered marketing material, but this is not the case in the US. No assurance can be given that any forecast or target can be achieved. Forecasts are based on assumptions, estimates, opinions and hypothetical models which may prove to be incorrect. Past performance is not indicative of future returns. 
Performance refers to a nominal value based on price gains and losses and does not take into account inflation. Inflation will have a negative impact on the purchasing power of this nominal monetary value. Depending on the current level of inflation, this may lead to a real loss in value, even if the nominal performance of the investment is positive. Investments come with risk. The value of an investment can fall as well as rise, and you might not get back the amount originally invested at any point in time. Your capital may be at risk. The services described in this podcast are provided by Deutsche Bank AG or by its subsidiaries and or affiliates in accordance with appropriate local legislation and regulation. Deutsche Bank AG is subject to comprehensive supervision by the European Central Bank, by Germany's Federal Financial Supervisory Authority and by Germany's Central Bank. Brokerage services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated a broker-dealer and registered investment advisor which conducts investment banking and securities activities in the United States. Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated is a member of FINRA, NYSE and SIPC. Lending and banking services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Trust Company Americas, member FDIC and other members of the Deutsche Bank Group. The products, services, information and or materials referred to within this podcast may not be available for residents of certain jurisdictions. Copyright 2023, Deutsche Bank AG and or its subsidiaries. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be used, reproduced, copied or modified without the written consent of Deutsche Bank AG.